It's time for another Nebraska Prep Zone Report. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me, as always, is Mike Sauter. Mike, we have a jam-packed show today. But first, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. A lot going on kind of this week a little bit. So, yeah. It's nice to have a little bit of busyness, a little hectic, a little news, a little state tournament action. Yeah, state soft. Well, state golf just uh, happened, and uh, state softball is uh, just underway. So, um, yeah, some storylines, I guess, in state softball this year. Um, the biggest one, obviously, is Papillion La Vista, and if they can just continue to demolish their own winning streak of they they broke their they broke the school's winning streak they broke the longest winning streak in state history uh earlier this year when it was 40 it was 49 games their 2017-18 team did and uh right now they're at 69 wins and if they win the whole thing it'd be 72 um which yep, is, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday, which is the first day of the state tournament. They already won before we started, and they are just still rolling. I mean, obviously, their key cog, I mean, they have a ton if, you were, if you're winning nearly 70 straight games. But Jordan Ball, pitcher, going to Oklahoma, she's amazing. Um, I'm not sure how much we need to say about her, except go watch those games. It, it's an impressive show. She, yeah, I mean, she's pretty phenomenal. It's, I've seen her a few times, I guess, a handful of times, uh, pitch, hit, all that stuff. Um, she's, I mean, just no hitters and one hitters and no hitters and one hitters pitching with hitting a home run or two, you know, batting. It, she's incredible. Um, it's uh, clearly a very special kind of athlete that uh, we don't see around here very often. Um, and she's the, you know, number one rated player in the country for a reason. And um, she's the, you know, key to uh, what Papillion softball is doing. They have other pieces, a lot of other pieces, but she's obviously the key. Definitely. And our guy, Steve Bidek, will have all those games covered. A couple of other of the storylines here. Bellevue East is making the program's first appearance at state, and the tournament is in its 28th year, so that's pretty notable there. They, uh, they won. I, I'm pretty sure they won their first game, too. North Platte back up in Class A for this season. They were in Class B for a few years. They're entering the state tournament. They set a school record this year with 65 home runs, so that's a powerful team to watch. Yeah, uh, that's crazy actually. And, and you plan to be, check out a few of those state softball games on Friday as well? Right. I, I will be uh, at state softball on Friday. That is, that is correct. So um, for the, I think semis and finals is my, my goal on Friday. So yeah. And we have live updates rolling on anyprepzone.com. We'll have it covered throughout the day, uh, throughout the week. Uh, leading into um, champions being crowned on Saturday, should be a great tournament. Yeah, yeah, should be should be fun. I mean, I would imagine, you know, there are restrictions on who can come and all that stuff, and um, 
in space. But I would imagine if if Papillion's in it, there'll be a lot of people either tuning in or uh, watching that game in person. I, I would think a lot of people would be very interested if they make it that far. And the other thing that we should jump into real quick before we get to the rest of our news and notes, the Class A football playoffs will begin next week, Mm -hmm. but in a different format than years past. Um, All 24 teams, as we've noted previously, will be in the bracket. The top eight teams will have a bye, so it'll almost kind of be play-in games to get to your normal 16-team bracket. Um, and since you're kind of a little bit involved behind the scenes on that, Mike, why don't you explain sure. how that bracket is going to be determined this year? Yeah, it's kind of neat, right? It's something different that um, the NSAA and the board and whatnot decided to do. Um, ranking all 24 – or seeding, not ranking, seeding all 24 teams um, into a, a 24-team bracket. So the first eight seeds – get a bye, um, which is normally the week nine game. So that would be next week. So class B and C1 and C2 will be playing their last regular season games next week while eight man uh, and class A are playing and starting their playoff runs. Now some teams, you know, uh, I'm just assuming that Bellevue West will be one of Bellevue West and Westside um, likely uh, going to be one and two and however you know it comes out um, we'll have another bye week and for a team like Bellevue West it's like man we just want to play games you know so having another bye isn't necessarily great but it's not terrible um, so some some of those teams are will will get a bye the top eight seeds will get a bye um, and to give to give people kind of a, an idea who those might be Right. Um, it won't be by wild card points. It, it won't be this year. Right. But to give people an idea, those top eight teams by wild card points are Bellevue West, 4-0, Millard South, 5-1, Lincoln Southeast, 6-0, Westside, 6-0, Gretna, 5-1, Elkhorn South, 5-1. And another team like Bellevue West that you talked about, Kearney, has only played three games. They're 2-1. And, and then North Platte, 4-2. Um, a few of the other teams outside of that, though, Creighton Prep at four and two, Lincoln East at five and two. So you could see kind of some teams moving up or down. Yeah, in- I, you know, this year of all years is is the year not to use wild card points strictly for uh, playoff seedings. Um, and those records are based off of they don't have the replacement games in those records, so. Um, some of those uh, records are a little different, but I mean, you know, Omaha West Side right now, if the playoffs started right now and it was only wild card points, West Side would be the four seed. I think basically everybody thinks they're either the one or two seed. Um, Similar to what we had last year with yeah, Bellevue West being the four. Right. So um, another kind of weird sort of thing, Gretna right now is the five. Elkhorn South is the six. Well, Elkhorn South just beat Gretna uh, pretty handily on Friday night. So, I, you know, yes, those are kind of the teams that are in there. Um, it, the, the process is going to be a little different. There's going to be a selection committee 
and those people on the selection committee are athletic directors from across the state of really nice representation. Um, you have um, uh, Lincoln Southeast athletic director, JJ, uh, Jason Ryan, Papillion La Vista's athletic director, uh, Dan Schinzel, Creighton Preps athletic director, Ben Reese, Norfolk's athletic director, uh, and Jordan Cudney, uh, North Platt's athletic director are the actual selection committee. Um, the selection committee's criteria or what they've been uh, kind of told is they, yes, use wildcard points. Um, use, um, there are, every high school coach will send in their rankings of the teams or seedings of the teams as they see it from 1 to 24. There are select media members uh, that will do the same. Um, I know myself and Stu Pospisil are two of those media members that will send in their from 1 to through 24. Um, common opponents is uh, another criteria. Head-to-head -head games uh, is a criteria. And the replacement games will count for seeding, um, which is smart. That's good. At first, they weren't going to count, but now they will. Um, which is which is, is is a good thing, I think. So the criteria for the seating, um, the seating should come out Saturday late morning uh, before noonish um, is is what I'm ex expecting or or suspecting, I guess. Um, it'll be kind of fun, right, to have a different look at it or feel of of how it's done. And this year, I. This year may be a catalyst for like, hey, maybe we should do this going forward. Um, kind of like, you know, college football and, and college basketball has, you know, seating committees for the playoffs or, or NCAA tournaments and stuff. Um, right now, if you look at it, the top sort of eight teams that are battling for um, that first round by, not sure everyone wants one, but the teams that are mix is uh i think some of the teams you read jake you know bellevue west west side i think those are going to be one and two i would expect those will be one and two um even if bellevue even if um west side does lose uh their replacement game on friday against st thomas aquinas which i think we'll touch on a little in a little bit even if they do lose that i think that that won't change their standing as being either the one or the two. Um, I, I feel pretty strongly that uh, that's how that'll shake out. And then you have kind of like who's third. Is it Southeast? Is it Millard South? Is it Elkhorn South? I think those are kind of all the teams in that mix for the three seed. Um, and then obviously that'd be three, four, and five. Um, next you have – Gretna, if if Gretna beats Southeast, they play Friday night. If Gretna beats Southeast, um, then does that bump Elkhorn South up to maybe that that three or four, or move them up because they beat Gretna? If you go to head to head, um, it, it, and you know common opponents in that, so um, those would be like the five. The interesting one is you have. Um, seven and eight the who who the seven eight is gonna be will be really interesting because i think you it could be a number of teams it could be uh i think it's either prep uh i think prep's kind of squarely in that mix unless they were to falter 
um, this week, but I, you know, I, I don't know if I see that happening. Um, Gretna's in that conversation, obviously. Um, you know, North Platte, I think, is probably in that conversation. Um, but Prep did beat North Platte, so Prep obviously clearly, I think, moves up. And Lincoln East is, is, uh, is one that's there, too. Um, they lost their, their starting uh, and best wide receiver uh, earlier this year against Miller North in that crazy game where Miller North came all the way back and won. Um, it, that game, that, that East is a tricky deal. And, and really it's kind of like Kearney, North Platte, East, Fremont, Miller North, I think are in that, who gets that eight spot. Uh, one of those teams I think will get that eight spot and a lot to be determined, um, or the, you know, those last sort of two spots, I guess. Uh, that'll be really interesting to to see who does that and and who maybe gets a buy or doesn't and and all those things. You know the the Millard North Fremont game um, is a replacement game this week, and that I think will go a long way for as far as seating purposes are concerned. Um, I think that game carries a lot of seating weight this week as as one of the games. So a lot to be determined there. Um, you know, you look at the the bottom half, I, that's pretty solid. But, you know, that 7 to 12 will be – it could be a number of teams. And, and, you know, I mean, even you have North Star in there and Columbus is in there. Millard West is probably better than their record. Um, but, you know, you got all those things into consideration. And injuries, if people know. And, you know, it, it'll be – be kind of neat to to see how it shakes out. Do you know how the bracket will look? Will it be pretty straightforward? Nine versus twenty four, and then then that winner moves on to play eight. Right. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure it'll be just a. I I don't know for sure, but you know, a twenty fourteen bracket broken down to sixteen will be. You know, that's that'll be how it'll that'll be I'm, I'm guessing so and, um, I, be, I don't think it'll be like 15 16 playing I mean I, I think that's how you described it. I think will you know the winner of the 9 24 will play eight and or actually I think the winner of 9 24 probably play the one so it'll be reversed for that I think I don't know we'll, we'll see how they do it I I really I don't know no one's told me um, yeah, lot lot to be determined. I mean, if the if the twenty four beats the nine, maybe they reseed. Who knows? No, they. I don't think they will. I think they'll just. Here's the bracket. This is what it'll look like, and this is how you can advance. Okay. And do we know host site by higher seed? I, I'm pretty sure that's how it'll go, which is how it was, how it's been in Class A for a few years now. Is the the highest seed uh, gets it, and B, it's always been like if you hosted the week before and you're the lower seed or something like that, then the next week you got to travel or it, it just, it's a weird way they do it and be not sure. I agree with that. I think that my personal opinion is the higher seed should always host because that's your reward for a, for a good regular season. But um, I'm a has been that way for a couple of years. I, I'm, I'm, I would be shocked if they make that change. Definitely. Well, I look forward to seeing that bracket and breaking it down with you next week. 
Um, let's jump into the rest of our news for the week, and we've got kicker news. Kicker news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let's, I guess, start with uh, Kellen Meyer walking on, choosing to walk on at Nebraska, the kicker from Oregon. Um, kicked a 58-yard field goal this year, which is uh, tied for the Class C record or tied for the second. Uh, it's tied, tied for the Class C2 record, and it's the second longest in state right. history. Right. Missed it by just a yard. The, the longest in state history is 59 yards. Um, and uh, But he kicked a 58-yarder earlier this year. Um, and he does. he's not just a kicker. Like, he plays – uh, receiver and I think safety or defensive back uh, for Ord. So a, a decent athlete, not just, you know, a guy that is a, you know, skinny little kicker that they run out there to kick the field goals. So um, nice get, you know, right. I mean, he's walking on in Nebraska said it was, when I talked to him the other night, he said it's always been his dream to play there. So um, that's, you know, that's why he's doing that. And worth mentioning, it's another good get because it gives them a great high school mascot on their team, the Chanticleers. Yeah. Anytime we bring up Ord, you got to bring up Chanticleers. Yeah, Chance. That's yeah. a chance. So, yeah, that's a good, great mascot name. The other one from this week is Creighton Preps Patrick Foley, who we've talked about before, great kicker, uh, committing to Arkansas. Um, but it's one of those instances where he will gray shirt for the Razorback meaning he'll walk on for his first year and then be on scholarship for the rest of his career. Right. They, um, you know, kicker, punter, one of the top uh, rated, I guess, punters, top, I think he's 14, 15, something like that, um, according to Cole's Kicking, which is kind of the standard for ranking kickers in the country. Um, uh, he is, uh, like you said, going to gray shirt at Arkansas. And... Um, He's going to walk on for the first year and then uh, be on scholarship the next. He's a really good kicker, like kicker slash punter. Um, think he's going to go uh, start as a punter, um, it, it feels like. So um, he's, he's had a nice year, too, for, for prep. And um, I, the one time I saw prep was against Westside. He had a nice kind of game, the first game of the year. So he's, he's a solid athlete, too. Um, you know, so it, it's, a, it's a nice – it, I guess, right? I mean, yeah, Hunter. Division one school, good, good fit for the kicker. Mm-hmm. And that does it for kicker news, but they are people too. We, we got to mention them when they commit. Right. Um, and then let's, let's get to that game to watch this week. A uh, little bit of an odd one, kind of one of those that happens mainly just probably because of makeup, uh, makeup game for the teams. St. Thomas Aquinas from Kansas uh, near Overland Park, will travel to Westside. They come in at four and one. The Class A number one team Warriors are seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, uh, Aquinas lost earlier this year to uh, Lawrence High. Uh, pretty intriguing game. I, I did hear that there's they, Aquinas potentially has a few injuries that they're um, dealing with. I guess so. We'll we'll see about that. Um, it's always fun. I wish it would happen more. I, I wish, you know, teams from the Kansas city area would uh, come up here or, you know, the, the Omaha area teams would go down there and play or Des Moines or Sioux Falls. And I wish, I wish that stuff would happen more. I think it's, it's a lot more fun. Um, if, if it can happen and, and creates kind of intriguing matchups with, 
different players. Um, you know, a few other games real quick. Grand Island Northwest at Aurora is a big game in Class B for wild card points. And then uh, Bergen and uh, Fremont Bergen traveling to Oakland Craig. Uh, both teams are – that's a top three. Oakland Craig's number one and Bergen's three in C2. Um, both those and, teams are 7-0. and Yeah, and Bergen is um, looking for a little revenge after last year. I mean, Oakland Craig – running clocked Bergen last year in the same kind of game. And the game was at Oakland Craig, and so is this one. So uh, Bergen, I'm sure, remembers uh, that game very well. Um, you know, I, they Oakland Craig handled them last year. I was there for one of my games, the Pinnacle Bank games of the week. And um, so I, you know, I, I would expect a bit closer of a game. I, I, would, I would hope so this year than – and what it was last year. Last year it was also freezing cold, if I remember correctly. So some some really big like playoff seeding things. Also St. Paul traveling to Adams Central. A game might get over in an hour because both teams like to run the ball. Um, it's a yeah, both, both those teams are six and one in C one. St. Paul is the number three ranked team, and Adams Central number five. Those are by Stu's rankings. We should right. Right, that that Northwest Aurora game, that's a game I'll be at. And uh, it's a rivalry game, two really good coaches that, that are really good in-game coaches too. Um, so that, that'll be fun. I've never actually – I've seen Aurora play a lot, but I've never been to Aurora for a high school game. So that'll be fun, new environment for me. Um, I mean, I've been to a basketball game there, multiple, but uh, never a football game. Well, we'll look forward to your coverage from that one, as well as the state softball tournament. And then next week, as we said, we'll have that Class A bracket breakdown, talking Week 9 for the other classes. Eight-man football playoffs also start next week, so we'll probably have some of that. And who knows what the, what the other news will bring. Well, one, big, one big thing for eight-man, in the years past, this is the first year that eight-man is going to uh, Friday night playoff games normally it was like a Tuesday or a Thursday you know kind of an, an odd sort of schedule this year they're actually going Friday nights um so a little bit different um uh kind of fun neat if you will um to to do that but I you know uh, I always look like going or driving somewhere to watch a eight-man game on a Tuesday night. That was, that was kind of always fun, but this year that uh, won't be the case. Good to know. We'll look forward to see what the schedule does look like this year, how they spread out games. We'll have more for you next week. Thanks for listening. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111.